Hello there, Cassandra. Hello there, Scott. See what I did? <laughs> oh, that was that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, where is this going? And she brought it back around. Are we going to be able to loop this room? We just we never introduce Scott. <laughs> Oh yeah, those, and this other guy. Who's that? Fir- who's that first guy? <laughs> I guess we'll never know. It's weird. Uh so we're back after a very long hiatus. Uh, March twentieth. Yeah, that's a while. It's, oh wow, it's it's been uh, almost two months now. Um, we got busy with Geek by Night. That sort of took over our lives. Yeah, and I graduated college. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Good work. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so we've been, we've been doing that, um, and since lots of stuff have come up and we've, we've kind of gotten a little bit more breathing room, we thought we'd record another one of these and we thought we'd bring in Cassandra, uh, our, our TDC cohort, um, and, uh, Geek by Night writer, staff writer. Yay. Hello. Exciting. Yeah. Hello. You've already written your first episode. I have. Yeah. It feels very good. (laughs) Um, how's that, how's that, uh, how's that going? Tell the people at home how all that's going. How all, like, you know, Geek by Night, all that stuff. Oh, well, you guys are running it. Well, yeah, I know, but you're a different perspective. We've already talked about running it. Peer review right now. Just pretend we're not even capable of that. All right. Um, it is the the most terrible, no, just kidding. It's like, Um, (laughs) we've just handed you a Scantron. Uh, it's the last day of class, and we're gonna walk no. out of the classroom so that we don't know what you put. Oh, like teacher review? Like. Yeah. Are you familiar with the Turing test? <laughs> uh, no, it's fun. I like it. Um, I like all the writers on there. It's a good time. Yeah, we really lucked room. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to write another episode. Yeah, with Nick this time. That's exciting. Yeah. Episode five. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it'll be. It's. I, I just got done uh, reading through episode three, and yeah, no, it was. It was. It was. It's the first episode of Geek by Night, uh, new Geek by Night that wasn't written by me and Scott. So it was. It was really cool reading. I mean, I don't want to say other people because you guys are like as much in the family as, as anyone else. But it was just. It was. It, it was just really cool hearing other reading yeah. other people's take on the voices you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i was actually like really nervous because i was like oh man what happened to the episode did they hate it are they rewriting the whole thing like- <laughs> <laughs> no because we yeah cause it took us a while <laughs> yeah. yeah uh we just uh, we we just we did not have time for anything for the last that's uh, fair month yeah. or so so uh but yeah it should be uh i think the script is going to be finalized probably tomorrow ish Mm-hmm. Um, be ready and for then, the cast to read on Sunday, and then 104 is right oh, wow. behind it. So we're we're, we're trucking, and the cast got bigger too. Yeah, we just casted uh, all of those. Uh, we did that open audition thing, and we cast all those people. And I need to start sending out emails to the to the people who were not cast as the as the main people, but uh, we want to keep in our little like pool pool of cast for other roles at some point yeah oh good yeah yeah so uh we've got quite a list of those <laughs> i was i was reading episode three and i mean this in, in the best way but i was reading episode three and it'd be like um guy in the crowd and he'd have like two lines i'm like oh that's a guy that's a guy we gotta find <laughs> i know, <laughs> sometimes, I know. <laughs> sometimes i think about that and it scares me a little <laughs> I, man i think i think by the end of season one like every like friend, every human friend that I have is going to have to be on on Geek by Night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think that seems that seems pretty accurate. Well, we were we were going to hand out little bit parts to like Kickstarter people too, right? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, that's true. Which I started yeah. that, by the way. Like I, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Kickstarter is uh, like it's 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 in the process of being built. Right now, yeah. So. No, I've heard that's a bear. I've heard that's such an exhaustive process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of writing things that you don't you take for granted mm-hmm. in a Kickstarter. You know, like yeah. every little description of every reward, um, mm-hmm. and then there's the whole like, you know, like five thousand word essay that you have to write. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like 
<laughs> the main chunk of it, and then I we got to make a video. I don't know. It's a lot. It's like the beginning of every. Uh, have you guys noticed that like every like independent like coming of age comedy is now starting with the main character writing like a college entrance exam. Hmm. Oh, I've seen like three movies in the past like year that all's like are are like the 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 the, the crux is. Like, it's narrated by the main character writing, like, a, I don't really know what kind of person I am, but I'll figure it out. Dip, dorp, Shailene Woodley. Like, I, I don't know. I have seen it's, that a lot. That's interesting. I haven't, I didn't really realize it until. Huh. Weird. Um. But yeah, geek, anyway, sorry. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, uh, Geek Point Night is, it's, it's rolling forward and, um, you know, we premiere in September and. It looks like, I mean, it look. It's we're looking good so far. I think. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of right on schedule. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, episodes are running long. Uh, yeah, but you know, they're they're all first drafts. Uh, I mean, like you know, I mean, I and the the rule of like you know, like a film being edited is still in its you know draft. You know what I mean? Oh, I guess. Like we never know what. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um. I don't know. So they they run long, but that's okay because I think uh, people would rather have better, longer episodes than um, shittier, shorter ones. Well, uh, sure, yeah. Case case in point. <laughs> uh, case in point. Age of Ultron came out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, everyone, well, I should everyone say the shittier, <laughs> shorter version of Age of Ultron. <laughs> Um, do you see what I did there? Do you see yeah, that transition? What a segue. Did you guys see that transition? <laughs> yes. Good work. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, the, the shittier, shorter version of Age of Ultron came out. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, because you don't, like, you know, read up on this stuff, uh, Age of Ultron, like, Joss Whedon's cut of Age of Ultron was 194 minutes, and the version that was released was 121, or 124, something Which- like that. I don't. To be fair, a hundred and ninety-four minutes is uh, one hundred ninety-four minutes from a Joss Whedon thing. I don't even care. Like, I would not feel one hundred ninety-four minutes. I wouldn't. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of from the Alfred Hitchcock school of thought, where it's like if you're over two hours, you better you better be. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I think that the movie would have been that if it was one hundred ninety-four minutes. Everything that, that's missing is character. That just seems like something I would buy a hundred and ninety-four minute Blu-ray, but asking like Middle America to like sit down. Oh for- no, I'm not asking them to put it out in theaters. Oh, okay, sweet. I'm just saying this isn't a real movie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> this isn't the movie that was intended to come. That was intended, you know, by the director. This was it's like Blade Runner. I guess. I guess. Um. Yeah, so, you know, like, we ended up with a movie that was kind of plot-heavy, and uh, yeah, that's it's what it is. A lot of people disappointed by lots of aspects of it, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really, I really, really liked it, uh, but I feel like when that one 194-minute cut comes out, I'm going to love the movie, like... It's flawed. Like, crazy. Yeah, it is. It's It's super flawed, but every flaw is all stuff that I was like, yeah, I mean... When you cut forty minutes out of a movie, this is what happens. Yeah, and it's it's weird how, you know, we were kind of having this talk uh, a year ago with um, with like Amazing Spider Man two, you know. Yeah, I mean, I were we though? I mean, yeah. like with like, stu- I, like I liked what, I liked Amazing Spider Man two. I know, but like so. with, with like studio interference and whatnot. Oh, uh, but yeah. that's different. That's from the ground up studio interference. Whereas Age of Ultron really feels like Feige was like, okay, well, uh, your cut's nice. I'm going to go ahead and cut 40 minutes out of it. So, you know, I don't know. That's, that's, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's a different, it's, it's not a comparable process because I feel like Amazing Spider-Man 2 was more of like Avi Arad just like sticking his hand on on Mark Webb's head, like, the whole time and just, like, pushing and just, like, now make a movie. I don't know. 
and I'll make a movie. <laughs> that's that's just that's how it struck me. Whereas, and he, you know, and then he just did the best he could with his hands tied. Whereas, like this, felt like Marvel was like, do whatever you want, for the most part, as long as you like hit these like three things, do whatever you want. Yeah, and then, those three things being like Infinity War, right? Infinity War stuff, which is to be expected, and you know, it's not his sandbox. So, which I'm not looking forward to as much anymore i don't know i'm no uh, i'm not at all i was i was I, thanos is a shitty character like he's, no, thanos is so he, dumb he's, he's a such stupid a, character he's the only thing dweeb. that sold me on it was that joss whedon said that it was his favorite marvel villain it was like one of his favorite villains ever and i was like oh, oh joss whedon doing thanos then sounds interesting to me and now he's just not gonna do that so then i'm like well uh, oh oh Okay. Well, why did you give it to us? Yeah, why Why is this a thing now? <laughs> I don't know. Cassandra, what did you think about all of this? Uh, like the movie? Or just... <laughs> just whatever, all of it, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I think it really did suffer from expectation. Like, I... I, I like, walked out of the movie and I had, like, a mini, like, identity crisis because I was like, oh, my God, I don't know who I am anymore. And am I missing the point of the movie? And did I just, like, not like it? Um, but, yeah, no, hearing that, like, 45 minutes got cut, that's, like, that's like an episode of television getting cut, which is weird to put into perspective. Right. Um, but, I don't know, like... I guess, how long was the theatrical cut of Lord of the Rings? Because that's like three hours, and people sat through that. I think it was, um, I think, I want to say it was like 140 Yeah, and like, and and, and I want to say Dark Knight Rises was like almost 160. Yeah, Yeah. that was long too. But I also feel, and and, and, uh, I'm like, I mean, that's the thing, like, I would have been totally on board with them releasing a cut that long. But yeah, the other but we're thing, monsters, right? But right, we are <laughs> monsters. But the other the other thing too is that when you put out a cut that long, you the theater showing it can't have as many showings because yeah, it's so totally. long. And on top of that, they Marvel has already now that Disney owns Marvel, Disney has this new thing that they're doing where they're like, you don't get any of the box office sales for the first three weeks. Sorry. Jeez, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, that's a new thing. Um, so they don't get any of the box office. They put in like strict rules saying that matinees had to be cut off at 4 p.m. Uh, wow. So that if it's a showtime after four, like it has to be like full, the full amount. Um, and that explains a lot. something else too. There was another stupid thing. I don't remember what the third thing was, but there were all these stipulations that they had to have. Yeah, to Victoria show Justice now has to be in, in <laughs> every Phase Three Marvel movie. But which is uh, but yeah, so the theater owners weren't happy about it either. So I think that making all of those, having all of those things, and then also giving them a hundred ninety-four minute movie, <laughs> right? I, I'm pretty sure there would have been a riot of some sort. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So but, I, you know, but yeah, but I I, I will say like. I mean, I've seen the movie three times. Like it, it's a, it's there's so much to enjoy, and I, I think it's a I think it's a richer film than the first one. Mm-hmm. I think it's trying to do more, which I appreciate. I think when it's all said and done, when we get that cut, and whether or not that's like 194 minutes or whatever it is, or if it's like you know 170 or 160 or whatever, yeah. I, you know who knows? It might not be that full cut. It might be shorter than that, but just still a lot longer than what we got. But whatever that cut is that's coming out on Blu-ray, you know, I think when it's all said and done, I think we're going to look at Age of Ultron and say, like, oh, that was a – overall, that was a much better movie than the yeah, first Yeah, no, like, I, I, I've been saying, like, I, I think that, you know, the immediate reaction to this movie is a lot more like, but I want my candy. You know what I mean? Right. But I think I think it's one of those movies that, like – as as we get older and as we progress, I think the the culture is gonna remember this film a little bit more kindly, kind of like in the manner of like Temple of Doom, mm. where it's like almost like thirty year, forty years later, no, not 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 forty, thirty years later, people are just now starting to be like, well, you know, we we hated it when we were kids, but you know, it, it does have this, and now that we think about it, that's kind of cool that this is happening. You know what I mean? Right. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about what we're saying and like. 2030 about about Age of Ultron. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just think I think it's really cool that uh, you know the Avengers didn't really have much of like like a theme or anything. It was just kind of like plot and character. Like that's kind yeah. of all it was. I mean, you know? the theme was holy shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 you know, and it was all just like I can't believe this is happening. Like that's yeah. what the movie was screaming at you the entire time. Whereas this one he went in wanting to make like a film. Like mm-hmm. I've got something to say about superheroes and about these characters and I'm going to say it and that's what this is going to be and it's going to be lock a real the door behind movie, me which I think is kind of cool that yeah, he totally. went that direction instead of just sort of doing the same thing again because it's like yeah ultimately you they people were disappointed with this like right away like when you walked out of the theater you were like oh that wasn't I I, I didn't come out of this euphoric like having a religious experience yeah. uh, like I did the first time but I think Joss Whedon did the smart thing because he knew that's impossible. Like, there's no way there's there there is no universe in which people are going to get that euphoric again because the whole idea of getting that euphoric from the first movie was that it had never ever ever happened before. Um, did so you? Like, uh... I I think I think that's the thing, and he knew that, and I think he decided, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play off that, and in a way, you know, I. I showed both. I, I, well, I'm sure Nick read it anyway, but like I shared it with Cassandra that Devin Faraci article that mm-hmm. pointed out that the movie was all about legacy and like the things that we leave behind. And I think in a weird metatextual way, that's exactly what Joss Whedon was doing with the movie. Yeah, no, and uh, he also wrote this other article about like how each character is kind of dealing with something more so than the first one, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think with the exception of Hawkeye, every Avenger refers to him or herself as a monster. Mm-hmm. You can really tell that the, these characters had uh, a lot of self-loathing and a lot of existential crisis going on, but in a way that felt really powerful and genuine and not like in the, you know, can God bleed, like, grim dark way that the DC universe seems intent on doing. And, yeah. and I was like, well, this is how you take these characters seriously you know what i mean like you don't have to sacrifice humor and color and light you know without you know in, in order to question like and the, you know kind of the deal with the darkness of stuff you know yeah they still uh they still made the movie all orange and blue though yeah and and that was a choice yeah. um did they yeah it's a really ugly looking really movie i think notice it i didn't really notice yeah. it. i read in an interview that uh joss the action scenes look like it was a documentary. Mm. Like that was like, huh. for some reason he just wanted to be, yeah, I wanted to be like, there was like a camera crew capturing all of this. And that was really a, a, a apparent, especially in like the first action scene in Sokovia and uh, mm-hmm. the Hulk attacking South Africa. Yeah. That's always been his move though. With, with, in fact, like when he didn't do that in the first Avengers movie, that was actually more weird because it like if you look at like Firefly and Serenity like that's all he ever did. Yeah, the zoom outs and the yeah yeah the zoom outs and the shaky cam and the all of that in the action sequences. Yeah, they were never smooth. Uh, I don't I don't I mean like the first time he really did something like that was in Avengers at least in an action scene. Obviously, there's that single shot that opens uh, Serenity, but um, the Birdman shot. Right. But other than that, uh, you know, in action scenes, he usually does something kind of shaky-ish ever since Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am pretty excited that, um, you know, when we come back to Infinity War, like, the new Avengers is going to have, like, two black guys, two girls, and a robot god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Three if you got Nick Fury. Nick Fury is also a robot god. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, but Plus, like seeing, I imagine uh, I imagine Bucky and probably Spider Man, and maybe Ant Man. Oh, and maybe Ant Man. Yeah, that'll. Yeah. It's gonna be a weird team. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that though. I kind of like how weird it is. It's good. They're kind. Of, they're very junior varsity. Yeah, I kind of like that. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I was thinking about this the other day, though. Like now that you know. 
you know, we're dealing with like the Korean barbecue of, of Marvel movies, which is, you know, Age of Ultron. Right. And we have another Korean barbecue coming up with Civil War. The idea of like Ant-Man being like a really nice panini just <laughs> sounds so good. Like I like that's actually a really good idea. Interesting. <laughs> I I mean, I'm uh, to be honest, I think there's only been um Actually, off the top of my head, I can only think of like two, two like bits in the Ant Man trailers that have gotten me like, oh, maybe. <laughs> like, well, I think there's only been two bits. Period. <laughs> well, I like the the one um, the one in the second trailer where he's like, uh, he was like. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to turn over a little leaf. I'm, I, I don't want to be a criminal anymore. I want to go and do the right thing. And, you know, I don't want to steal some stuff. Yeah, I don't want to steal stuff anymore. And he's just like, he's like, what do you need me to do? And he's like, I want you to steal some stuff. Like, that's that's <laughs> like straight up. Like, I was like, oh, OK, that was not changed from the Edgar Wright draft because that's that's an Edgar Wright joke. Like, you could almost see the Edgar Wright shot. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's no cut. Yeah. Um, it did. Shot, it it did yeah. restore some faith when I saw the final credit arbitration happen for the screenplay. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, yeah. It yeah. ended up in favor of Edgar Wright and uh, Joe Cornish, so that made yeah. me really happy. Um. So, kind of in the wake of all of this drama, does Edgar Wright leaving Ant Man kind of make more sense now to everybody? Oh, it's it always made sense. Like. But- as yeah. soon as it happened, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I was still really sad about it. No, totally. But, like, now that, you know... Did you guys listen to that Empire Magazine podcast that Joss Whedon did? No. Um, I didn't. No. It's kind of... It's where all of this news has been coming from, is all just in this one minute like, interview. Mm. Oh, wow. Like, that's when... That's where he first talked about, like, Thor in the pool. That's when he first talked about Spider-Man being in it. That's when he first talked about, you know, them, Marvel, wanting to cut the, the, the cabin scenes. Right. And he just sounded like he always had to be like, yeah. And then they told me to cut that. They're great guys. They're really great guys. I love them. But yeah, they they wanted me to cut anything that involved character. They're great guys. I love them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to sell toys. They, uh, Kevin Feige is a great guy. He's he's a mensch. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not coming back. Uh, I thought. Um. I thought Edgar Wright walked because not because of the script or anything, but because of like the way he wanted to like stylistically do like direct it and they all want the movies to look the same yeah that's that could totally be it yeah Yeah, that's what i'd heard too yeah which is that he edgar wright wanted to make an edgar wright movie and they all wanted him to make a marvel movie because which is a damn shame because can you imagine like i can't even i wish i could but i can't (laughs) (laughs) i honestly wish i could but no i mean but but that's why they I mean, and no disrespect, because they're very talented filmmakers, but that's why they love the Russo brothers so much. I mean, they they come from TV. They don't have a style of their own. Right. They just Well, that's, do. I mean, that's just it, right? That's why they keep going to TV directors. Yeah. Know? That's why I was so surprised when Michelle McLaren was snatched up by Warner Brothers uh, instead of Marvel. Well, DC, um, Warner Brothers said this uh, had this quote where they're like, it was, it was supposed to be a dig at Marvel, which is always awkward because they can't be doing that yet. Um, but <laughs> but they do it all they, the time. But they were yeah. like, well, we want our cinematic universe to be filmmaker-based. Right. Which is so a like, huge mistake. That's yeah, but it works. sounds cool. It sounds cool, but it's a, it's a clusterfuck. I don't know. It just sounds super pretentious. Like, nose pointed to the sky, pinky up. Like, yes, we want filmmakers. Like, <laughs> now dresses a bat yeah. and beat this man up. Right. <laughs> Write six scripts at once and we'll pick one and pay whoever we pick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what a, can you imagine having, can you imagine being one of the six people? One, one of the six Wonder Woman I, writers? I could not even begin to imagine the kind of stress those poor writers are under. Like you, like the, like like two of them are see, two of them see each other at a coffee bean. <laughs> well, I, that's the thing is I don't think they know who each other are. I don't think. <laughs> oh my god! Really? Yeah. No, they don't do that. They don't. They're not going to tell them who each other are. That's 
Wow. That's crazy. You that can't you can't do that. You then then at that point you're basically the Joker like dropping the stick into the floor and telling people <laughs> to murder each other. Like Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> hey, Scott, what are you uh, what are you reading there? Oh, it's it's uh it's uh Oh, is that is that is that Brian Anzarello's Wonder Woman? Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just reading it just cuz it's really good. Okay, okay, cool. It's definitely not man. for research. Definitely. Yeah, not. Barbara's having a kid. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I just uh <laughs> Oh God! Can you imagine like meeting someone like one of like someone that you have heard of like in that little Hollywood circle, sure, yeah. like at a coffee bean or whatever, and be like, "Oh hey, what are you working on?" Like, "Oh yeah, I'm doing this Wonder Woman thing. How about you?" And then like they just get like death <laughs> death glint in their eye. They're like, "Oh yeah, just, how about that?" Oh, <laughs> just like pours coffee on the laptop and runs. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just writer sabotage. <laughs> oh, that's. I want that movie. That's what I want. That's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a great movie. <laughs> oh my god! It's like Hunger Games, but with writers. Totally. Yeah. Like, it's like, or it's like. Oh my god. Also, kind of like rat racy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly where my mind went too, Nick. Definitely. Uh, let's racy. do it. Oh god, that's terrifying. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So you know, I, I, I think that both. Um, I think both uh, ways of doing things have their merits. I like I I like that they're giving filmmakers control to like make their own movies at Warner Brothers. Uh, but I like the overall vision at Marvel. But then you know that's yeah. the problem with either or kind of situation. Well, I feel like, like I feel like it, if DC wants to just give filmmakers control, then then don't 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 share the universe like just you know yeah let them each do their own movie then like i don't see what the big deal is that's what you were doing for like 30 years so yeah well it's like the vision it's like the vision said they you know we think that chaos and order are two separate things right yeah there is grace in our failures (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean i don't know that that being said that being said i did not hate that that batman superman trailer like everyone else did Oh, it's fine. That's not enough to hate a movie. From. No, yeah. I actually, no, I, I was actually like kind of like impressed by it, just by the the sheer like DC of it all, like where it really does look like a like a comic book city, and like it looks like I don't know where where it's just like it it seems to be capturing something about the DC universe that I've never seen captured on film before. That's fair. Yeah, just no. Just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know really how to like articulate what I mean. But I. I just you know. Is there a book series that it particularly like reminded you of, or like an artist? No, I, it mostly it gave honestly, me... it mostly invo- it mostly reminded me of the video games, which makes sense because those are the most profitable DC things. Sure. Uh, right now, are are the are the video games like the Arkham games and that Injustice Gods Among Us game? Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of the most. Are those those two video game series? And I don't know. That makes sense to me. Like that makes business sense to me from a design standpoint. Like, oh yeah, let's make them look like the thing that is the most successful version of the thing that we're making. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I, that's. I think that's what I like so much about it. And. There's certainly an aspect of it that – and obviously not tonally, but there's an aspect of it where you see that shot of what I'm assuming is Metropolis. Um, oh, with the statue? Yeah, when they're zooming into the statue. And you see that big shot of that city and I'm just like, oh, that doesn't look like a real city. That's awesome. Like <laughs> – Yeah. I, I like that it's not just like, nope, this is totally not Toronto. I don't know what you're talking about. Just ignore that now in Toronto sign. It's Starling City. Yeah, right. Yeah. It looks like a real, like a real city, but not an existing city. And I, and I like that a lot. Sort of in the way that you immediately see like Tim Burton's Gotham City and you're like, oh. Right. Yeah, totally. Or, or even the Gotham in Batman Begins. That's that's why I've always preferred Batman Begins to the other two movies because I think it's the most Batmanish feeling movie of the three because mm-hmm. it doesn't just look like Chicago or Philadelphia it it was all shot on backlots and sets so it just looked like a fake place and I and I just think that's cool 
I don't Cassandra, know. what's your favorite yeah. fake place? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Narnia. Asgard. Asgard. <laughs> Asgard is pretty cool. Yeah, Asgard doesn't look like As- Asgard isn't Pittsburgh. You know what I'll say about Asgard though, and I hope that no. they do this in uh, in Ragnarok. I want to see mm-hmm. what the rest of Asgard looks like because we've only seen yeah. the royal part. Yeah. Right. What do the peasants of Asgard look like? Well, the, exactly. Uh, I want to see like some Game of Thrones ish. Yeah. Which is, I'm sad that didn't get incorporated in the second movie, considering who they got to direct. It kind of did. Like, there was that one scene where Idris Elba and Thor were at that bar. Yeah. Um. But like his vision is like, oh, there's like naked ladies that are like dancing, mm. and then I'm just like, oh, okay, so. What's going on here? <laughs> I'm really excited to see who they get to direct the next Thor. I just really hope they don't bring back the same writers. Because I, I really, like, I, 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 just, I just think they dropped the ball on Dark World. I just think they dropped it really, hmm. really hard. Um, granted, I don't think there was, like, any tools there for them to use because the villain kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, and I don't, and I think they were probably just like, ah, we don't know what villain to use, so I guess we'll use this guy. <laughs> oh, sure, dark elves. Yeah, right. They're mystical. Um, no, I. Plus, they killed I Thor's mom. What I was gonna say. It was, and for no, <laughs> I know. For no reason. They just killed her. I know. Dumb. For man pain. Ugh. For man. Don't for, kill for, Mama to bring the brothers together. And I'm just like, what is yeah. this? Supernatural? Like. Exactly. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Scott, Scott, Scott. There what? would be way more bodies if it was supernatural. Okay, well, that's true. Also, way more dead women. <laughs> oh. yeah. The bodies would exclusively be women. Right? Why don't they get Game of Thrones writers to write Thor Ragnarok? I mean, that would be amazing. They should get Brian uh, Brian Cockman or whatever. The, the, the one other writer on Game of Thrones. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Or um, get like people that write for like Rain or ooh no the that's Mystic Knights of Terranog. I don't know. Um, <laughs> sorry to make everyone remember the Mystic Knights of Terranog. Um, <laughs> no. Hercules and Legendary Journeys, right? Yeah, that's what we yeah. want. Let's get Sam Raimi to to write and direct. Oh Thor, Jesus! Right? <laughs> Every time I think Thor, you're just Spider Man three flashbacks. Like. <laughs> Every time Thor hits somebody with a hammer, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my gosh!" Uh, it was it, it's bad. I would still watch Thor. It. Thor but, has um, to like distract somebody with like a little dance. <laughs> Dances a little little Three Stooges thing. Yeah, <laughs> just all of the all of the warriors three act like the Three Stooges now. Uh, oh my god! Oh no. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and Falstaff is just now Bruce Campbell, but nobody talks about it. Mm. <laughs> what's uh? What's I? I don't ever remember the Warriors Three's names, but what's the what's the big fat guy's name? Um, it's Falstaff, Falstag. Falstag, Jamie Alexander, and Wesley <laughs> from The Princess Bride. That's I, how I remember them. Jamie Alexander, man. It's Volstag, Fandral, and Hogan. Okay, so it is Volstag. Okay. So yeah. Volstagg's the big guy. Which one's Hogan? The uh, token Asian. Oh, him. Volstagg, okay. yeah. Volstagg needs to meet like a like a, just a really nice black lady and father a child. And that child goes on to be a lost boy and Hook, who <laughs> rolls into a little ball. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> That's my headcanon. Those two movies are connected. <laughs> Yeah, Hook, Hook is actually part of the MCU. Yeah, I feel like I do feel like it. It would make it would not make sense for Neverland to be part of like the Nine Realms. Yeah, one of the Nine Realms right? is Neverland. Yeah, cut to like huh. cut to like Thor and Jane on a on that rooftop, and there is Never Neverland. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, did you say Never Neverland? Yes, Jane, Never Neverland. Second side of the right, straight on to the board. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Oh, I I like Thor. I like the first one. It's so small. Yeah, I love the first Thor. People shit on it like nobody's business, but man, those people it was are dumb. A, it was a great like start of summer movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't. What was it a summer movie? I guess it was, wasn't it? It was in April. That's right. It was. I remember. It was, I was. So it was like on the cusp. Yeah. I mean, it was the weekend after Fast Five when my life was changed forever. So it was. It was <laughs> 
Yeah, I I really that first Thor movie gets a lot of shit it does not deserve at all. It's a it's a really really great movie. Um, uh, the Dark World. It's not inter- It's not not entertaining. It's just Dark World's underrated. I think all the Thor movies are underrated. I think I think Dark World suffers from like Phase Two being just universally phenomenal. Like it's hard to. It's like it's like picking episodes of Firefly. Like oh, which is the worst? Like okay, well you know if anything is like the weakest, it's going to be the Thor movies. Whoa. But like, wait a second, guys. <laughs> is Age of Ultron the worst movie in Phase Two? No, Dark World, hundred percent. Okay, but is. Mm, wow. That, I don't know. I, I like, it's really difficult. I like I like a lot of Phase 2 movies more than Age of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, I think, because I, I was, like, really devastated, well, not devastated, but, like, um, just really <laughs> underwhelmed and, like, very disappointed the first time I saw it, but then I saw it again. And I kind of wanted to see it a third time, but I'm probably going to end up seeing it a third time, because yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, as far as initial, like... Elation, um, I think, like, Ultron is my least favorite, like, initially walking out of the theater, Mm. which is really sad. Yeah, it really just, it really just feels, like, hastily sewn together. Mm -hmm. Like, it, like, Age of Ultron feels like the kind of thing where you're just, like, you're, like, Making, like, a cosplay or whatever, and all of a sudden you realize, like, oh, the con is, like, this weekend, and I have all these pieces that look good, and now I have to find a way to sew them together, and I'm going to sew them together super shitty. Whoops. (laughs) Like, it just, it just looks like a, like a, oh, man, if they just had more time, this could have been a really great movie. I don't know. I, I, I still really like... Age of Ultron a lot. No, yeah, it's 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 great. It's a lot of fun, but like when you stack it up to like Iron Man three and like Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, those are all superior movies. I would say. Mm-hmm. Although, like, I, well, uh, I don't know. I you know I watched Winter Soldier again and I like it, but I I, I still I still really like it, but I did find it a lot less entertaining. Um, huh. now, like it's. It it it's a little, I don't know. Oh man, see, like I I think I remember the stakes in Winter Soldier feeling bigger than Age of Ultron. For yeah, some that's reason. true because they were personal. Yeah, because you're like, oh my god, what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. Yeah, they were personal stakes. Um, mm-hmm. Which is imagine imagine Age of Ultron as Iron Man four, and it's such a better movie. Like. If if you just yeah. take the Avengers out of the equation and you just made it an Iron Man four movie, like, holy cow, it yeah. would have been because <laughs> the stakes you... would have been so high and it would have been so good and just about Tony. But as soon as you put everyone else in there, it's just like okay. Can you imagine America's confusion at the end of that first teaser? It just says Iron Man four, <laughs> but, but but they're all there. It. <laughs> Yeah. Why isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the confusion we're going to get next next year when we start getting Civil War trailers. Oh, right. Sure. It's going to be like Captain America 3. Like, what? This isn't Avengers 3? I'm really confused. <laughs> yeah. like, that's why I said they should just call it Marvel Civil War and be done with it. Yeah. There's no reason to call that movie Captain America. It's just silly. Well, hopefully there will be. I mean, hopefully oh, yeah, this that, will be kind I of... guess that's – all right. That's true. <laughs> Fair enough. Hopefully it'll be mostly about Steve. Fair enough. But then at that point, it's just like, well, then why is everyone else there? But that's yeah. weird. But I remember when Iron Man 3 came out, everyone was like, well, where's everybody else? Yeah, well, those people were dumb. So <laughs> I, I think we've established that those Iron Man 3 dumb. is a phenomenal movie and anyone who says differently is wrong. Sure. <laughs> By the way, when you were yeah. saying, like, I wish it was just Iron Man 4, I immediately thought of... Uh, of uh, what Noel Stevenson would think, which is what? I mean, well, like on Twitter, she just she hates she just hates Tony Stark. Oh, okay. Well, she's like, objective. Weird. I don't know. No, but it was just like, like oh my gosh, that would. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's funny. I don't know. It was just like the first place my mind went. Uh, okay. 
Um, no, I, I think I think as far as stakes go, like Winter Soldier is more visceral and personal, and Ultron is very very cerebral. Mm-hmm. And it took me two viewings to kind of figure out what was going on, and it does function better as an Iron Man movie because it is like the Tony fucks up show part whatever. Yeah. Um, but part five. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> part yeah. <laughs> he didn't really fuck up the Avengers. Yes, he did. When? He created the thing that opened the portal. Uh, yeah, yeah, he fucked up. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Thor should have drowned Loki when they were five. I mean, everyone, everyone makes mistakes. Oh, oh, How no. dare you! <laughs> that was like a punch to my gut. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Cass, did you hear right. that there was a they they filmed a Loki scene in um, in Age of Ultron? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of confused. I was like, wait, wasn't Tom Hiddleston supposed to be in this? But it didn't really, like, bother me, actually. They said that uh, in the in the scene that they did, um, Joss Whedon said there was this great joke because, like, he, he makes these movies as if you haven't seen any other movie. Yeah. So there was a bit where, like, you know, he would have seen Loki in, like, his vision. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, Thor, you've, you've killed us. What would Father say? And then Tom Hiddleston proceeds <laughs> to do an amazing Anthony Hopkins impression. Ah. And then Chris Hemsworth, and then Thor was like, "That's uncanny." <laughs> that's amazing. You sound just like Dad. Oh, that's so. And good. Loki's like, "Yeah, I do. Weird, huh?" Anyway, bye. <laughs> Dad's not dead. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> Coming at you. That's funny. On my birthday. Ooh. Oh, is that yeah. right? Yeah, November 3rd, 20. Well, it used to be Black Panther, but then Spider-Man was like, hey, can I come too? And Kevin Feige was like, everybody get up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody leave. My friend Spider-Man wants to sit down. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I, uh, I do like what Feige has said about Ragnarok. He's saying that Ragnarok is Phase 3's uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Which I'm excited for because the Thor like franchise is like my favorite little pocket franchise. Mm-hmm. Totally. I feel like it would be mine too if Dark World had been better. Eh, oh man, I just always I think know. about how fun that that third act is. Yeah, the third act is good. Yeah, but it, but it should so... be. It was written by Joss Whedon, so there you go. Sure. Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> he had to come in and fix that movie because it was like broken. I, I hope that that experience taught Marvel a lesson and we're just like, okay, we should probably not get these guys again. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just get get Mc, Marcus and McFeely. Like, they're writing everything else. Well, that's the thing. I think that might be a problem because I think uh-huh. they, they're writing everything else. I think they're a little busy because they're, you know, obviously they're on set, sc- the on set screenwriters for Civil War and then they have to write two movies after that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're gonna have time for Ragnarok. Go, go rescue some of the Wonder Woman writers. Mm. I don't know. We don't know what quality they're at. I don't want That's to do that. <laughs> what if, what if, like, you find out that one of them is just Frank Darabont? <laughs> oh, poor Frank Darabont. <laughs> I'll do it, please. I want to do something. Just, just constantly fucked over. <laughs> he's just gonna. He's gonna be like, well. Guess it's another Stephen King adaptation for me. What's he written? Oh. What's he written? <laughs> Stephen uh, King? Yeah, I know. He's just like looking through like the oh, Barnes and Noble. Is there another one in prison? Oh, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> what, else, what else we got? Uh... Girl of Tom Gordon. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. No hair, don't care. Well, he was. Uh, remember he was going to direct the new Snow White movie? Uh, you mean the 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 woodsman, uh, the, the, the huntsman, the huntsman, yeah. yeah, hunts, hunts, hunts. He's the huntsman. Yeah, yeah. He was gonna do that. And then yeah, he, <laughs> and he was like, "Wait, what? What am I doing?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he just got fired again. Poor guy. <laughs> and then they hired like some visual effects guy, like they always do. They should get the guy who wrote um, Iron Man three with uh, with with uh. Oh, that Shane guy! Black yeah, to, I love to, that guy. Yeah, yeah, they should get him to to write. For well, he uh, that guy I I can't remember his name, but he I was obsessed with him. Like like you know when he wrote Iron Man three. Yeah, 
Um, he he wrote and directed um, All Hail the King. Yeah, right. And that was like really good. Yeah. You get him to write Ragnarok. He already. Uh, what makes me angry is that there's a, a Runaways movie written by him somewhere yeah, at Marvel just, Studios, just sitting in a pile somewhere. I remember. Yeah, he oh, wrote, yeah. He wrote a Runaways movie. Like, oh my god! And it was going to be. And I was really excited because they hired um, the director of Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yeah. To, to, oh. Yeah. But that was like right before everything hit the fan, and they're like, "Oh, this doesn't really fit with what we're doing now." Why isn't that director up for Spider Man? I don't. Why aren't a lot of people up for Spider Man? Scott true. and Cassandra. Accurate. Right. How do you feel about a- Aza Butterfield? Because I'm like so a thousand percent on board. It's stupid. It's got a weird nice. face. He does. He does have I, a weird I, face. It's very distinctive. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, I don't know. I, he I mean, looks like, I, he looks like he looks like like Ultimate Peter Parker to me. Like a lot, yeah. a lot. I mean, I've never seen him be funny, but that doesn't mean he can't do it. And if Marvel casts him, I have absolutely no reason to think that he can't do it. That's true. They've, like, never cast anyone poorly. Yeah, they're really, like, spot on with casting, usually. Um, But, I don't know. I'm so bored with Peter Parker at this point. Like, I didn't didn't want Peter Parker. I wanted, like, Miles Morales. You can't do Miles without Peter. He's a legacy character. I know. I know. Uh, it would be weird. Stupid Sony having Spider-Man. Yeah. But it's like, but you don't, you don't, you you think, I think we think we want Miles, but we only want Miles if he comes as a reaction to, to Peter. You know what I mean? True. But yeah. Oh, did you guys see that, um, did you guys see that, the the fake, uh, post-credit scene? I did. Oh, uh, the script? It was so part? good. Yeah. It was amazing. I was like, <laughs> I wish, I wish that was, that was real. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like he's like washing the window. <laughs> I'm I'm here's the thing though, like I'm not I it's not that I'm I'm not bored with Peter Parker because I feel like we've never gotten Peter Parker. We've gotten like fake versions of him. Like versions that Sony is interested in making, but not ones that are true to the character. Like It's like how we've never had a real Superman movie. Right, exactly. We've never had a real Superman movie. We've never had a real Spider-Man movie. And, like, that's the thing is, like, everyone's like, oh, I'm so tired of Spider-Man. I'm like, but you're not because you don't actually know what Spider-Man is because we haven't ever gotten a real Spider-Man before. We've never had a fake Wonder Woman movie. That Yeah, well, that's... That's a whole other too soon. <laughs> but no, but like I mean, I'm kind of with Cassandra, but like it's like oh this again. But I know as soon as they knock it out of the park, then it'll be like oh everything old is new again, right? And I mean, I think that's that's the thing. It's like with Batman. We were like oh my god, another goddamn Batman. Well, not me. I cried, but like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, me too. Um, yeah, yeah. So like. I, I guess just, of, but then Spider-Man is just like a really like a character that's really close to my heart. Like he's just yeah. one of my absolute favorite characters of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that you know we've gotten five movies and they've never gotten him right, uh, it just it just it just bugs me. Like it's, it just bugs me. So what's like, really frustrating is like they've come so close in moments. Oh, moments! They've almost gotten it perfect in moments. But then it was just like it was like ah uh, they they just. You know, Tobey Maguire was just too nerdy and too not enough weepy. Spider-Man. Like, yeah, too dweeby, too goofy, like, not enough Spider-Man. No, There's no confidence once he was in the costume, like, and he was kind of too serious when he was in it's the costume. It's you who's out, Gobby. Yeah. Out of your mind. Haha, <laughs> hilarious. 2002. And then, uh, and then, you know, Andrew Garfield was, like, he was just, he was too... Cool. He was just too goddamn like cute. Like it's too hot. What? Yeah, he was just way too hot as Peter. Like, <laughs> just way too hot. Like where you would never in a million years believe that this guy is down on his luck. Like ever. People are mean That's to fair. me at school and no, I don't like it. Yeah, and you're like, oh whatever. <laughs> With my cool hair, yeah, and my sexy gap jacket and yeah. my photographs. He was just he was like he was like Spider Man twenty four seven instead of it was like it was like they overcorrected, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, I, I Andrew Garfield was so great, and he was—I mean, he was the best part of both of those movies. Yeah, and well, him yeah, and Emma Stone. Yeah, and he was especially good as Spider-Man. 
Oh yeah, I mean that that little moment in two where he has like a firefighter hat on. It's the it was that is the most perfect Spider-Man moment of all time. Yeah, that like captured <laughs> on film. Like that's that's the most perfect Spider-Man moment ever. With the little firefighter hat and the megaphone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and yeah. then him just being like, "Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Bill. Thanks." Like just like high fiving yeah. all the firemen. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Good job. Yeah, oh, so good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I'm I'm excited for the Spider-Man movie, and I understand the fatigue, but I feel like we're gonna see that first trailer and just be like, "Holy shit, they got it right this time!" Oh my god. I I hope. I mean, was it you, Scott, that retweeted this? It was like, I hope we don't find out who's playing Spider-Man until he takes off his mask in Civil War. Uh, yeah, I think that was me. Yeah, like that would be really cool. That would have been cool, but I think I think we're it's too late for that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That'd be great if, like, he pulls it off and it's, like, silence. And then one guy at the other, like, oh, my God, it's Tom Holland. <laughs> uh, yeah. Billy I don't know. Ollie, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Age of Ultron. Good movie. Pretty good. Overall. Pretty good. But maybe, I think, I think summer movies can do better. Yeah, I'm, I'm about, I'm about an hour away from seeing Mad Max, um, and uh, I'm I can't wait. Oh, I was talking about Hot Pursuit. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, teach their own. It's yeah, fine. same movie. They're both about cars, I think. Right? Yeah, I think. <laughs> if the title tells me anything, yeah, you can call a movie Hot Pursuit and not have anyone get in a car. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It's and like, then, between, um, I mean, between Mad Max and Tomorrowland and everything else coming later, it's just, yeah. what a nuts summer this summer is. Yeah. Kind of kind of bonkers. Pitch Perfect 2. Uh, I can't wait to see that. I'm seeing that on Sunday, I think. I've heard it's good. <gasps> yeah. I've heard it's weird. I've heard, I've heard from people that it's like, it's weird. That's which, fine. which kind of makes me even more I mean, excited. the first one's pretty weird anyway. Yeah, people forget. Like, yeah, the first one has like some really weird jokes. Yeah, super. Like weird. that whole shower scene. Very weird. Oh, um, I read a. Uh, <laughs> we're going totally off topic, but um, I I, they were, I read an interview with Anna Kendrick about that, and they're like, "So like, there's a lot of people to talk about you and Britney Snow's character. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of like undertones." And Anna Kendrick was like, "Oh, we know." And <laughs> Good. <laughs> there's like apparently five moments like that in Pitch Perfect Two where they're just yes. they're just fucking with us. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Oh, I'm excited. I'm really excited <laughs> for that movie. Um, it's basically, it just looks like D2, the Mighty Ducks, only, you know, acapella groups. Yeah. <laughs> International this time. That's good. Um, all right, well, I guess I better get going. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Have fun with your, your make-em-ups. All right. Movies. <laughs> That's... Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>